You're listening to the Epic Living Podcast with Jim Simcoe. I'm Jim Simcoe, and I'm here to help you make your life epic. So let's get rolling. Hey, this is Jim Simcoe. Welcome to the podcast. So today's podcast is really geared for women only. If you're a guy, you may want to skip this one. Probably not going to be, I'm not probably not going to tell you anything you don't any, you don't already know. But if you are a woman, uh, I'm going to give you some insight into how guys think, and I'm going to tell you some things that uh, that guys want you to know, but probably don't want to tell you. So, um, a little background on me. Uh, like I've said before, I've been married for almost 13 years to a wonderful woman named Kelly. I've got two daughters. Kelly and I, like every other married couple in the history of the world, have had our ups and downs, but I can say that I'm very much in love with her and still love her very deeply. And I think she's, I think she feels the same because I, I wake up every day and my clothes are not outside on the lawn. So I think that she kind of digs me and kind of likes me too. God knows why, but she does. So anyway, so let's talk about women and what you as a woman or what you women really want out of guys. And and again, this, this podcast is probably going to be largely for straight women. Um, I don't have a lot of advice for gay women or gay men because I'm not a gay man and I've never been in a relationship with uh, a gay woman. Although that's not true. I think there was one girl I dated in LA who ended up being gay. But besides that, I digress. So let's talk about women and some of the things that we as guys would like you to know. So obviously communication between men and women um, is not always the greatest in the world. And we've all had those challenges and been in relationships where you're like, what the heck is she trying to tell me? And, you know, as a woman, you're probably like, what, you know, what is going on with this dude? Like, I have no idea where I stand or what's going on. So if you've ever been in that situation where you don't know where you stand or you don't know what your guy's thinking, I'm going to give you probably about 10 to 15 things I can tell you right away uh, about what guys are thinking and what they want you to know, but they definitely do not want to tell you. Because as guys, we typically... Uh, would love for you, for women to, our women to get the information, but we don't necessarily want to give it to them. So one of the first things we're going to start with a very, very easy one is that confidence. We find, as guys, we find confidence to be very, very sexy. So when you see a woman who's confident in herself, that's a really, really, really sexy thing. And I can give an example of my wife at a party recently we had at our house, and I was just kind of like looking at her across the room, and she was, you know, holding court with a couple of her friends, drinking a glass of wine, and she was laughing, and you know, uh, kind of like playing with her hair a little bit. And I was like, man, she just looked really confident in what she was saying and what she was doing. And I was like, man, that did, you know, she looks freaking hot right now. And I know that <clears throat> throughout my life and anyone I've ever dated and any of my friends that we've, you know, when we've talked about people, we've talked about our relationships, we all tend to find confidence to be really, really, really sexy. So where you may think that, hey, we want you to dress up and be dressed up and be made up all the time. You know, that's usually complete BS. We don't necessarily need that, but we do love it when a woman is confident. We find it to be incredibly, incredibly sexy. All right, the next thing, commitment. So this is one that I hear about from my female friends a lot. Like They're always like, you know, I can't get him to commit. I don't know if he wants to be committed to me. You know, how do I know? You know, is he afraid of commitment? Like as guys, we get bad raps. We get bad raps in the sense that Everyone always says, you know, guys are historically afraid of commitment. And that's actually not the case. Like, I, if you talk to any good guy out there, um, we're not afraid of commitment. What we are afraid of is we're afraid of being nagged to death. And we're, we're afraid of being um, in a henpecked relationship 
you know, because we all have friends who are in long distance or excuse me, um, that have been in long relationships, committed relationships, and they're just henpecked to death and they're just nagged to death. So we're scared out of a mind, out of our minds of that happening. Like, obviously, we don't want to be in that situation ever. Um, and again, I know examples of we went to a holiday party one, uh, recently. And I saw a couple friends like that. And they're just like nagged to death by their wives. And like, it just they just look like they just live in a soulless, you know, very unhappy, unpleasant um, existence in the world. And so we're afraid of that, definitely. But we're not afraid of commitment. I'm, you know, if you talk to any good guy out there, none of us are afraid of commitment to the right person in the right relationship. Don't, so don't think that we're afraid of commitment. We want you to know that commitment is okay. Nagging and henpecking is not okay, but uh, we're not afraid of commitment at all. All right, here's another one. So number three, watching sports. So as guys, a lot of guys, we watch a lot of sports. We love watching sports. This is the way we bond with our friends, and this is the way we communicate with our friends. In the same way that you may go out with your friends and go get a couple glasses of wine down at Solace or you know, uh, Third Corner or wherever. There's a couple local bars in our area. Um, and you guys will sit there and, you know, you'll talk. And women are very good about talking and sharing feelings and, and, and doing that sort of thing. Well, as guys, we, we don't. You know, we don't really – we're not really good at that, obviously. If we were really good at that, I wouldn't have to shoot this. But I wouldn't have to fill a, record this podcast. Um, but watching sports is how we bond in a lot of ways. And it's how we communicate. And I know it sounds crazy, but yeah, we communicate by watching sports. There's nothing like sitting around with a couple of your friends watching a football game. You're making fun of each other and you look at, uh, you know, you're watching a game. And that's one thing that you'll find about guys is typically a lot of our best moments with our friends from a communication standpoint and a binding standpoint is when we're doing other things. Like women, I find, can go out to a bar, have a glass of wine, and they'll just sit there and, and, and you guys can just sit around and talk and get right into having deep conversations. Well, guys, we can't do that. We're not as evolved as you guys are. So we have to be doing something while we're talking, whether that's playing softball, watching football, going out to a bar, playing pool, doing some type of activity. We need to be doing something to be talking. And that's just kind of how we are. Um, the other thing about watching sports, which I think that some women don't, don't get, you know, what I want, what we want you to know is that, you know, as kids, we all, you know, a lot of us played sports. So watching sports on TV brings back great memories of childhood, um, regardless if you had a good childhood or not. Um, most of us have good stories about playing sports when we were kids and great things that happened. So it's not only just a bonding moment for us, it's a way for us to communicate with our friends. And it's also a way to relive past glories. Now, you may think all of that is totally stupid. And I don't blame you. It, it probably is stupid at some level, but that's really what it is. And, and that's, that's, um, that's why we watch sports. That's why we like watching sports. All right. And that goes into our next topic, which is number four, which is acceptance versus understanding. So as guys, here's what we, here's, here's our deal. We just want you guys to accept how we are. We, you don't necessarily have to understand it. You just have to accept it. And so what I can tell you about this is like my wife, uh, well, you know, Kelly, when, you know, I play football about seven months out of the year in an old man league, uh, 35 and older league, um, in my, in my town. And I know that it probably drives her nuts 
that every Sunday morning I'm gone to go play football for a couple of hours and come home, uh, you know, because we don't usually have Sunday morning Sunday mornings together as a family because I'm going to do that. So while she doesn't necessarily understand why I do any of this, uh, I think that the great thing is that she does accept it. So as guys, we don't need you to understand everything we're doing. We really don't. And, and quite honestly, some guys probably don't even care if you understand or not. We just need you to accept it. You know, we're very simple animals. You know, most of the things in our world are negotiable, uh, but there, we do have a couple of absolutes. And on those absolutes, we just need you to accept them. We don't necessarily need you to understand them. One of my absolutes is that I play football on Sunday mornings. I don't need my wife to understand why. I just need her to accept that I do. And that goes without saying for other guys out there, whatever guy that, you know, you're, you're, uh, you might, you may be in a relationship with if you're, if you're in a relationship. Number five, let's talk a little bit about communication. So communication, sometimes as guys, communication with women can be like trying to do, build a desk that you got from Ikea, where everything is backwards, parts are missing, um, and just everything, nothing makes sense. I often use the example of saying that um, sometimes trying to communicate effectively in a relationship is very much like um, going to work, pulling out your computer, and every day, every key on your computer does something different. So if you press the enter key, all of a sudden that deletes everything. If you press the space bar, all of a sudden uh, that jumps uh, the you know jumps five pages down the road. None of, none of the letters match up. T is G, H is B, N is K. I mean, you get the idea. Imagine if every day that happened, you're like, what the F? Like, how is that possible? So what we ask of you women, and what we want you to know is like, communicate directly to us. You know, don't try and be subtle. We are not really good at picking up subtle readings. Again, as guys, we're incredibly simple people. We're not nearly as evolved as most women are. So we need the instructions to be extremely clear. We need the communication to be really, really clear. There can't be hints of things or subtleties because we're going to miss them. You know, and I've said that to my wife in the past 13 years, like, look, I'm not a mind reader, you know, and, and I'm not as smart as you. So you're going to have to be a little clearer in your communications because I don't get half the stuff that you're either trying to say or saying in a way that I don't understand. And you know, how if you've been in a relationship or if you're in one now, you know how this plays out. Like if a woman leaves kind of like a subtle clue about something and the guy just completely misses it, whether the woman starts feeling some level of resent, resentment, you know, rightfully so. But at the end of the day, if the communication was clear, then you wouldn't have any of those problems. So I would really challenge, uh, you know, what we really want you to know is like, communicate as clearly as you possibly can because it'll make both of our lives much easier in our relationship, much, much, much better. Okay. Number six, this is a tough one. This is one that I've learned and this is a really, really challenging one for me. And I know that I can, can I would say every guy I know, um, every straight guy I know has this problem. There isn't, I can't think of one straight guy who does not have this problem. And that is, is that when we, when we grew up as men, grew, grew up as uh, from boys to being men, um, we, we've always been taught and we're hardwired from the very beginning, from you know age two on up, to be tough and to not be vulnerable. So I know that one of the biggest complaints I hear from women <clears throat> about their relationships is that their their guy, you know, that they're with just isn't vulnerable and isn't willing to share. And what I can tell you, women, what we want you to know is like, look, 
we do, we would love to be vulnerable, um, even though we're scared to death of doing it, but we're just not hardwired that way. And we've never had that experience. Our entire lives, we were taught to be tough and, and to not show your feelings and to hide, you know, hide, hide how you're feeling and just keep going. And feelings are, you know, feelings are for weak people and blah, 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 blah. Now, hopefully, you know, the next generation of men coming up are much better at being vulnerable than my generation was. But I can tell you, if you're dating anybody in my generation, anybody from 30 and above or 35 and above, that being vulnerable is a really, really tough challenge for them. And I'll give you an example. My, uh, Kelly and I were in this uh, uh, argument, fight, discussion, whatever, hell, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And we were talking and, and she was, you know, and this is, you know, we're 13 years into the marriage here. And she was talking about like, you know, hey, you're never vulnerable. You know, I don't know what you're, you know, necessarily what you're thinking, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I told her, I said, look, I, it's not like I don't want to be vulnerable. And it's not like I don't trust you. I mean, we're married, we have kids together. I said, I'm just not hardwired to do that. So you have to either help me do that, or you at least have to accept the fact that that's very difficult for me. I, I would compare it to the fact where if you um, said to your guy, you said, look, I want you to start speaking German right now. Like if you're guys from America, these, you don't have no chance at that. Like he has no idea to speak German, right? So it's the same thing. Like if being vulnerable, is just not a language we ever learned. So that's something that needs to be drawn out. And that's something that I would hope that, you know, we want you guys to know that like, it's not like we're afraid of being vulnerable. We just were always taught to act tough and hide your feelings. So we just don't even know how to do it. So it's going to take a little coaxing um, and a little help from you guys to get to that vulnerability. So we're not afraid of it. You know, we don't want you to think that we're afraid of it. Um, it's just not something that's easy for us. So that's um, uh, that's something to think about. The next one, going back to number seven, going back to sort of the shallow end of the pool. Um, we'll tell you right now that yoga pants and a t-shirt and a ripped t-shirt is oftentimes sexier than a cocktail dress uh, when you guys wear it. So we like seeing you guys dressed in athletic stuff. I love whoever invented yoga pants, that dude or that woman should, you know, he should get part of every single man in the, in the world's uh, retirement income or something, an award. I don't know. He should get something because yoga pants are awesome. I love seeing my wife in yoga pants. Uh, Lululemon is no secret that uh, the reason I think those guys make as much money as they do is because every guy wants their girl in yoga pants and every girl wants to wear yoga pants because they feel good in them. So I'll tell you that when we see you in athletic stuff, yoga pants, ripped t-shirts, that can be extremely sexy. Probably never tell you that because within, you know, we don't necessarily want you guys to uh, not dress up for us ever, but something you should know. Yoga pants, ripped t-shirt, man, that is freaking awesome. And, uh, that's just something we highly, highly recommend. I think the thing with that is, is that, you know, because we like doing, you know, we like watching sports and playing sports and being active. We love seeing our women like that. You know, we'd never say that because we don't ever want to say like, oh, you know, you should go be active because a lot of times that, that can be taken as well. What do you think? You know, do you think I'm fat? Am I out of shape? What don't you like about my body? Da, 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 da. So we're never going to necessarily tell you that stuff. Um, but that's something that uh, we love. Yoga pants, t-shirt, cannot go wrong with that. And, and by the way, that you know, there are some questions like if you if you ask us, you know, do I do you think I look fat in this? Do I look good in this or whatever? You know that those questions aren't you know 
tough for us to answer. I know you, you may think that they're tough for us to answer. It's just more a question of like, well, do we want to be a hundred percent honest and hurt your feelings sometimes? Or do we want to, um, you know, sort of take the easier road? And I hate telling you this, but as guys, we're probably going to take the easier road on that because obviously if we're with you, we're attracted to you. We're either, we're either attracted to you or we're trying to get out of the relationship, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and so it doesn't matter. Like, I, you know, like I have no idea what, you know, I've been with my wife for 13 years. I have no clue what she weighs. And I, you know, I can't tell you, I wouldn't have any, I wouldn't have any idea. And when she asked me, do I, do I look good in this? Do I look good in this? I mean, you know, I tell her, honestly, I say, yeah, you look fantastic in that. Or, you know, if it's something I don't really like, I've told her that too. And I was a couple of times she bought this, she bought this one pair of um, pajama pants and I think she got them like Target or something. And she put these pants on and, swear, and she's, what is she? She's 41. She put these pants on and she looked like she was 75 and they were just like fuzzy and frumpy and gray. And I was just like, she's like, you know, do I think, do you think I look good in these pants? And I was like, uh, I had to tell her honestly, I was like, mm, they're not necessarily the best look for you. That's the best way to, you know, like if a guy says that, you know, it's not necessarily the best look for you. You know that they think that, oh my God, that is just horrible. So luckily she got rid of those pants. She gave them to my daughter and my daughter looks really cute in them. Uh, you know, she looks like a, a like a little kid in these fuzzy big pants. But yeah, my wife did not look good in those pants. So just keep that in mind when you're asking us that question, you know, re- really what are you, what are you asking? Are you asking for some... Uh, you know, do you want us to say that you look good? Do you want us to say you look bad? Or do you really want the real answer? You know, just something to think about. So anyway, that goes into topic number eight. God, what an interesting, perfect, perfect segue. Occasionally as guys, we want to know, you know, we'd love it if you asked us what we actually want, what we actually wanted to do. And because I think a lot of times we spend a lot of time worried or thinking about like, okay, what should we do tonight? Or what are we doing this weekend? And, and, a lot of times, uh, you as women will have everything planned out, but it would be nice every now and then if you're like, Hey man, like, what do you want to do? Like, so what would be fun for you to do? You know, let's do something, you know, let's do what, you know, between on Saturday, between 12 and five, let's do whatever the hell you want to do. What do you want to do? Maybe it's going to watch college football. Maybe it's going to, you know, a park and playing frisbee. Maybe it's going on a run together. God knows what it is, but it would be nice occasionally if you said, Hey, ask us what we want. Because I think as guys, we tend to go along with whatever the plan is, and and we don't really have a problem with that. I mean, most of the time, uh, I would say that, or we would say that, you know, the the plan that you guys come up with is usually pretty good. So we're totally happy to go along with it. <clears throat> but every now and then, it would be nice for you to say, like, hey, you know, what do you guys want to do? And then we'll tell you, and we'll go do something fun. Leading into number nine, as guys, when it comes to sitting around and talking. And if you've got a problem or if you had a rough day, um, and I've seen this with a lot of my friends and seen this with a lot of my women friends is they say, you know, I tried to talk to him about this and all he tried to do was just, you know, all he was trying to do was just solve the problem. He wouldn't listen. You know, I just need some empathy and some sympathy and he just wanted to solve the problem. Well, here's the thing, you know, we're hardwired towards action, not discussion. So right or wrong, when you tell us a problem, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to solve it. We, we're, we're trying to solve that problem immediately. Um, we're already thinking of like, okay, how can we solve this? Because we're not necessarily geared towards the empathy and the sympathy. 
and, and sitting around and commiserating about your feelings and, and, and giving you some level of compassion. We are a little bit, but I would say not a ton, not nearly as much as you are. So I, what I would suggest that you do is if you're in one of those situations is tell your guy, say, look, right now, I don't need you to solve this problem. I just need you to hear me. You know, my wife and I had this problem a long time ago in the beginning of our relationship. And, and she basically said that. She's like, look, I don't need you to solve this. I just want you to hear me and be with me here right now. And I was like, sweet. Like, I'm, I can totally do that. Like, that's actually easier than trying to solve the problem. So, yeah, definitely. I'm all down. You know, I'm totally down for that. And it just made it a lot easier. So, and now when things come up, you know, when she tells me stuff, I'll say like, okay, do you want me to be compassionate and just listen to you right now? Or do you want me to give you some solutions and how to solve this? And sometimes she'll say, no, I just want you to hear me right now. And other times she'll say, no, I'd really like to hear what you think and how you would solve this. So I would ask your guy that because again, we're hardwired to do action, you know, from the days of the cavemen being hunters and gatherers, we're, we're hardwired towards action, not necessarily empathy. So if you need empathy, which also goes back to the clear communications uh, that we talked about in uh, number five, if you need empathy, ask for it. And if you want us to help solve the problem, ask for that too. And so to make sure you understand that, like, you know, we're, we're not trying to gloss over your issue or gloss over your problem. We're not trying to uh, give you compassion. We're just immediately trying to solve it for you because, hey, we love you. Um, okay. A couple, two things, and this is in no specific order, but a couple of things that we find really sexy in women. We find confidence really sexy, which I talked about already. We also find laughter really sexy. So in the same way that, you know, you may not think yoga pants and a ripped t-shirt would be something we find sexy. We really find laughter. Like when you're laughing and you throw your head back and your hair's flying all over the place and your mouth's open, that's really, really sexy for us. Like that's just a sexy, sexy thing. So um, we all want you to know that. I don't think any guy wants to tell you that. So, and any guy who denies that is just flat out lying to you. Every guy loves a sexy, uh, loves a confident woman. Every guy loves a woman who can laugh. We, we all find that sexy. Okay, number 11. We've got about four more to go. Number 11. Since we were all little kids, we all wanted to be superheroes. We want to be your superhero. But we don't necessarily want to tell you that. So we don't necessarily want to tell you like, hey, man, I want to be your Superman. Okay, but we do. So every guy, if you're in a relationship right now with a man, I can promise you, that they want to be your superhero. They're never going to tell you that, but they do. Now, I don't necessarily know what you can use with this, how you'll use that information, but I think it's something important for you to know is that like, as guys, we want to be your superhero. We want to solve your problems. We want to take care of you. We want you to look at us adoringly is just who we are. I'm not saying it's right. And I'm not saying we don't have a bunch of gender issues behind that for some reason. And, you know, it's not like we don't respect you. We all, you know, we respect you. We just want to be your superhero. It's as simple as that. Uh, we want to throw the cape on and just swoop in and rescue you and take care of you. We want, you know, we want you to look at us as your superhero. That is an incredibly embarrassing thing to say out loud. Um, I'm actually like trying to go to the next topic because I'm just kind of embarrassed by even saying that, but it's true. We want to be your superhero. So I, I don't know how you can use that information, but I'm just throwing it out there. So you have it. Okay. Here is uh, an interesting one that I wanted to talk about. And this is how to tell if a guy is into you or is in love with you. And I think that this is one of those things that 
I hear from my female friends, whether they're single, they're married, one of their biggest questions is like, well, how do I know if this dude is into me? Like, how do I know? Like, how do I know if my husband still loves me? How do I know if he's still in love with me? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a couple examples of how you can tell. Because as guys, you know, we're, you know, in some ways when we say, you know, we'd love for you guys to communicate directly, we also don't communicate directly either. So here's some hints to tell whether or not your guy's into you and your guy's in love with you. So first of all, do we make time to do things with you outside of just having dinner, going to get something to eat and having sex? So are we like, hey, let's go to the movies tonight or hey, I want to spend time with you. Uh, I want to do this with you. You can tell if a guy's into you if they say things like that. If they're like, hey, I want to spend time with you or I want to do this with you. Phrases like that tell you that the guy's into you because the guy's actively trying to spend time with you. Okay. So that's the first thing. Are they saying phrases like, I want to do this? Are they trying to spend quality time with you in one way or another? Are they trying to do fun things? Are they trying to keep things interesting and original? That's the first thing. One of the biggest ways you can tell if a guy is into you is if they say they want to hang out with you and their friends. Because if we want you to be around our friends, then basically we're showing you off to our friends. And that also means we're really, really comfortable about who we are with you, who we are in front of our friends. And we're really, really comfortable with our friends seeing you. And I can tell you from past experience, man, of the people I dated in my life, the people, you know, the, the women, you know, like my wife that I was, you know, that, you know, that I had longer relationships were with and were very comfortable with, I had no problem with them being around my friends. And I loved it when they were my friends. Like when Kelly's around me and my friends, I love it. It's like the best thing in the world. But I can also tell you on women I didn't date, or excuse me, that I did date that I wasn't that into and I wasn't, uh, you know, I just wasn't that into they weren't, and I would never let them around my friends. Never, ever, ever in a gazillion years would I let them around my friends. Um, you just don't do it. You just don't do it because your friends are people you're never going to break up with. Your friends are people you're going to know for, you know, obviously a really, really long time. And so you're only going to bring around people that are, you know, good enough to bring around your friends. And when I say good enough, I mean in the relationship standpoint, not in a you know personality standpoint. So, that's one of the biggest surefire ways to know whether or not your guy's into you, whether you're dating somebody now, you're in a relationship, or even if you're already married, it's like, do they want you to be around their friends? If they do want you to be around their friends, I can tell you right now, they're still into you. The other thing, the last thing is, is do they do little things for you? So they do little things that they know make you happy. So without any, any, uh, uh, reciprocity like are they expecting anything out of it? so perfect example of this is like you know like i've said before i'm still pretty into my wife she's still pretty cool um and i know in the mornings when the girls go to school that emptying the dishwasher although it's not my job you know it's something that she does i know that if i enter the dishwasher it really helps her out on the mornings that she goes in to teach um, at the kids school so on those mornings i tend to empty the dishwasher and i'm not doing it for any other reason than to help her out um, because I know it's going to make it easier for her day. I'm just doing it because I love her, and and I want to make it. I want to make the morning easier for her. That's it. I'm not expecting anything out of it. It's not like I'm going to empty the dishwasher and she's like, "Oh my goodness, that's the best thing in the world." You know, let's just go have sex for three hours after the girls go to school. I mean, I'd love it if she said that, but you know, probably not going to 
work out that way every week. Uh, anyway, so just that, that's one way to know is like, is your guy doing little things for you that are meaningful and that are, you know, his way of showing you that, you know, he's thinking about you, you know, because a lot of times we do, you know, we are thinking about you. We do want to make you, we do want to make you happy. If we didn't want to make you happy, we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't be in the relationship. And if we are in the relationship and we didn't want to make you happy, believe me, we're then we're trying to get out of um, the relationship. All right. So number, so we have three left. Number 13. Here's something we want you to know. We, unlike you a lot of times, and this is a sweeping generalization, we don't have a lot of places to go for advice about you and our relationship. Okay. So you may go to your girlfriends and say, God, Jim, it's just been really challenging this week. He's just, you know, what's going on with him? I don't know what his problem is. Da, 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 da. And, you know, you and your friends can talk back and forth and they'll know the ins and outs of, uh, you know, our relationship. Guys don't do that. We don't, I don't have that many people to go to about my relationship. And, and quite honestly, like, it's kind of funny because I'm a pretty sensitive guy. I've got really great friends, but there, you know, there's only a couple people that I could go to and be like, Hey, you know, here's what's going on with Kelly. You know, I need your advice or can I, you know, can I talk to this, talk to you about it? God, I even see you feel nervous or just uh, uncomfortable even saying that out loud. Whereas Kelly, if she's having a problem with me, man, she's probably got 20 people she could go to who would drop everything and listen to, you know, her deepest, darkest secrets about our relationship. So we just want you to know that, you know, again, we don't have a lot of outlets for advice, um, you know, coupled with the fact that we're not good at asking for advice. Uh, and communication isn't really great. You know, we are not getting, uh, we just want you to know that we're just not getting the level of advice or the level of counsel that you probably are, you know, and, and that's not good or bad. I'm just throwing that out there that, you know, that's not something like if we've got a challenge with you, most of the time we're trying to figure it out on our own because there aren't a lot of people we can turn to, to get good advice. Um, so a lot of times we don't get really good advice. Most of the advice that we get, if we get it at all, is usually pretty pretty crappy because um, like us you know our friends don't know much about this stuff either um the f- number 14 is we want you to know that overall and i would say this is probably the case with just about every guy that i know there's a train going going by in the background if you guys can hear that um overall we want you to know that loyalty as a as a as a trait probably trumps everything else so there's nothing that I like more than if, even if I'm completely wrong about something, then when my wife backs me up and she says, I'm here for you and I'm behind you and I'm always with you no matter what. Like there's just nothing better than that as a guy. Loyalty is really, really, really important to us. Um, now, if you listen to this and you ask your, you know, and you ask your guy that, they may or may not, um, Agree with that? I can tell you if they disagree with that, then they're just completely lying because it is the truth. As guys, loyalty is one of the most important things in our lives. We need our women to be loyal to us and that we'll be loyal to them. And that's just something just to know about, about us. It's that it's that important. It's probably my big one of my biggest qualities with my wife is just, you know, knowing that she's got my back no matter what and I've got her support no matter what. Because as guys, you know, we're because we're sort of hardwired towards action, we do a lot of stupid things. And, you know, we we just need to know that you're behind us no matter what. And that's a big thing. It's a very comforting thing. You know, and that's something that, again, a guy will never in a million years tell you, but I will tell you, is that we want to feel comforted. You know, we want to feel comforted. We want to feel safe. We want to feel secure. You know, we, you know, we don't, 
you know, necessarily uh, always want to be the tough guy and the superhero. We want to feel safe and secure and be in a spot where we could be vulnerable if we really wanted to. So loyalty and, and having someone who's loyal to us is, is a big piece of that. So loyalty is key to us, something to keep in mind. And then the last thing, uh, going back to the shallow end of the pool, which I love the shallow end of the pool. It's one of the most favorite places in the world. You can read TMZ and People Magazine there. I mean, how great is that? GQ and Maxim. Um, not Maxim. Maxim is a crappy magazine. Don't ever read Maxim. That's just the worst thing in the world. Just objectifies women and it makes guys look like idiots. So this would not be my thing. Uh, so I guess I'll never probably get, I'll never get a sponsorship from Maxim. But oh well, life will go on. Anyway, the last thing is is, that, is, that, is this, is that we do think about sex all the time. So if you think, God, I wonder if he's thinking about sex. I promise you, your guy's thinking about sex. He's thinking about, if you're in a coffee shop, having a cup of coffee, he's thinking about, where's the closest hotel? Is there someone at my office right now? Are the kids at school? Could we get home in time, bang out a quickie, and get back here in time so I can go back to work? promise you that your guy is thinking about sex almost all the time. Uh, I'm 45 years old. I've been thinking about sex nonstop since I was 10. It is a miracle that any guy anywhere in the world gets anything done ever based on the amount of time we think about sex. So we think about sex all the time. You can guarantee it. Um, it whenever you say it to your guy, like, hey, what are you thinking about? If he's just kind of staring off in space, you know, you're only, you don't even really need to ask him. You can just assume that your dude is thinking about sex like every other dude on the planet. So anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, I'll do other other podcast episodes like this uh, in the future, but I just wanted to in, you know give you a little insight into what your guy uh, wants you to know, what guys want you to know, but definitely don't want to tell you. So if you like this, please check out um, or leave a review at uh, our page on or my page on iTunes, Epic Living Podcast, and just hit the review button. I would love that if you could leave a review; it'd be fantastic. And you can always reach me at jim at epicallday.com, jim at epicallday.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will talk to you soon. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you want more information, check out my website at jimsimco.com, J-I-M-S-I-M as in Mary, C-O-E.com for more updates and some free guides to help you make your life epic. With that said, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks.